right, folks. Welcome to Zaysure, the Music Explorers podcast. I'm Elaine. As always, I'm Scoop Magoo. Scott, did you notice how I stole your uh, howdy folks sort of thing? <laughs> I, a, I, it's totally unintentionally. Intro. Yeah, it's a good uh, intro. I don't blame you. <laughs> you're, just, you're, just, you're just having that good of an influence on me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we are talking about uh, not music at least for a good portion of this episode. But I think, um, let's just start, let, let's just talk about albums of the week now, and we'll, we'll kind of, you know, float our way in to our, our main subject today. Um, Scott, do you have an album of the week already set up, or? Yeah, this, uh, this dude has quite the discography. Um, I have... I think most of the records from him I'd want, but now I'm just kind of, anytime I see a, ch- a cheap used copy of an album that I don't have, looks cool, uh, I grab it. Um, did, I think probably a f- couple, a few weeks ago at this point, uh, I grabbed this one. It was uh, one of those Red Scroll, you know, sort price low to high, buy all, like, all the cheapest things that sound good. <laughs> and this, uh, this was pretty, I forget how much it was at most. Three, four dollars. I think even probably in the you know closer to three dollars, um, and I just I grabbed it and loved it. It is uh, Black Beauty uh, live at Fillmore West by Miles Davis. Oh. Um, I didn't didn't uh, I don't think I'd heard of this before. I didn't know that there was a Fillmore West. <laughs> yeah, I also didn't know that. I'm trying to think if because like some of the like obviously, obviously, live evil, but you know, Ekarta, um, they're like you know, a few of the big ones, Black hey, Mages, yeah, um, yeah, or Dark Mages, excuse me, yeah, you know, I've been aware of before, but I was like, hey, like you know, for that price, really, uh, really tough to beat, so I checked it out. Um, I will say, disc two, disc two was okay. Um, is it like electric era? Yeah, uh, and. Let me just get the track names right, but I think which I don't know how common this was for him, but they actually they actually performed like existing studio tracks live. So disc two, he performed "Bitches Brew," uh, "Mascalero," which I don't recognize, and then "Spanish Key," the theme. So you know, tracks yeah. from "Bitches Brew," uh, which they were. I don't know. Like it wasn't that they were bad. It was just that. They also weren't. Uh, I don't know. I you kind of were expecting the album track, but they meandered, and I'm just not really sure. It was. Uh, I don't know. I, th- I think I would. I would have enjoyed the album tracks more. It kind of made me want to listen to Bitches Brew. However, the first disc, uh, black, you know, the track being Black Beauty was just, just a. Whew, it was like just peak, like the energy, the pr- the propulsion of 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 the you know of his electric era of, of that kind of sound was just incredible um yeah i just i was you know I, i've liked all the live albums of this era that i bought from him but this is one of the one of the best definitely one of my favorites and i didn't even know it existed just a yeah. really 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 strong live album uh kind of everything you want from the genre from you know the miles davis era uh, or the you know, his electric era, uh, yeah, just uh, definitely highly highly recommend. Nice. If you ever stumble upon 
this release. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to keep an eye out for it because I, I had never heard of this before. Um, again, never heard of a Filmer West, but all right. <laughs> yeah, I guess just gleaning some stuff. I guess it was one of his one of his first performances at a rock venue during his you know electric period. Um, you know, Jack Dejounte on uh, on drums. Jack, Jack Dejounte. Dejounte. I was Dejounte. Dejounte. Whatever. Jack Dejounte on drums. <laughs> Chikur- Enough out of you, Balake. Yes. <laughs> uh, keyboard. You know, Chikorea on keyboards. Uh, it, I mean, it, true to form, it's it was just a continuous performance where he would signal to different people to to improvise. So it's just it's just this long extended composition. Um, yeah, definitely nice. a cool, cool release. Yeah, that God, I that just reminds me that I need to put Bitches Brew on again at mm-hmm. some point. If, if I hadn't just taken out like you know a stack of like thirty albums uh, to listen to in the next few weeks, uh, I would probably just go add Bitches Brew right now. <laughs> but uh, got got to listen through. Um, very good. So. My album of the week is actually one of the things that I bought when we were at Armageddon, um, and I finally got around to listening to it. Uh, and I was—it was probably the one album I was the most hesitant about, and it turned out to be maybe my favorite out of the ones I bought, uh, just in terms of just how interesting it was and how unexpectedly, like, f- like enough fun, but like. I, I, I didn't feel like I was going to fall asleep. It's um, Slapping Pythagoras by Tony Conrad. Okay. Um, which I think I, I explained well, that he, he knows. Was, was, was that the Zadig one? No, that that's... um, I can't remember the guy's name. Um, it's something... I think David Slusser, I think. Slusser? Um, no, they, this is... Um, this is a different one. It's... Um, it's like extreme minimalism. Um, you know, he like worked with like Lamont Young and John Cale, um, and like people like that. And mm-hmm. uh, this thing was amazing to listen to. Like nice. it was basically just like an extended drone for the entire piece. Um, I think there were two tracks on it, but I mean, in either case, like I I don't think there was any change in pitch the entire time but you end up like focusing on different parts of the sound when that's the case mm-hmm. and it was just like weirdly hypnotic and like you know I like you ever listen like not to say that this is ambient music but it has like this tendency like have you ever listened to like almost like an ambient album that like you almost don't realize it's there until it turns off mm-hmm. like it, it was like that like you know like it ended and I was like wait what <laughs> like and it was just yeah it was really interesting like you just got to hear like the timbre of like you know like a violin being bowed and things like that and it was just mm-hmm. like a really really interesting listen um and i've been looking into the um the label who put it out called a uh, table of elements mm-hmm. um which apparently like they they number all their records according to the table of like the periodic table of elements which probably isn't confusing at all <laughs> uh, it, it's a cool idea but i mean just in in terms of like it must just be really confusing in a way too yeah and, and, unless you're a big nerd you know <laughs> um yeah I, in like i don't know they, the record label looks really interesting too um 
you know, they, they have some other of Tony Conrad's uh, work on it as well. So, you know, I'm d- definitely interested for sure. Um, super fascinating listen. Just absolutely. Nice. I can't wait to listen to it again. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely, it's, it's I, I doubt it's on streaming services, but like I would definitely think about like trying to give like something from it a listen because it's, it's, it's an interesting listen for sure. Um, anyway, so we are, uh, I, I, I guess, I guess we're, we're, I don't know. I don't even know how to preface this trying to, um, you know, we're, 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 we're very, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of like a shonen, uh, <laughs> a shonen trope We're we're, we're very plucky and, and, you know, committed to, to achieving our goal, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I, I believe it. I, 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 yeah, they're okay. They, there you go. We're, we're, we're done, right? <laughs> yeah. Nine minutes in, and we're like, all right, we're good. I was actually, when I read Naruto, I was relieved that Believe It was not every, like, other speech <laughs> bubble <laughs> in the, in the, in the, uh, yeah. in the manga. Um, the, the, that, that must be really nice. I, I, I don't remember it, but anyway, I mean, it, we'll, we'll come back to this in a second. We were talking about anime. Um, I, I I floated this idea around, I think, a few episodes ago, and, and I just I, I just like it. I, I just think it's just such a silly idea for an episode. Um, but I, I, I think, you know, it, it's nice to have a reprieve from talking about music or, you know, things like that. And I think we're both pretty big anime fans. Um, I mean, not, not, not as big as, you know, a lot of other people, but like, I mean, we, we've seen our fair share, I think. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we can just talk about it, which, I mean, I, I think for both of us, like, well, for me, Naruto was like my first anime, but I was, was DBZ yours? I had a few. I don't know. I don't know how I encountered the anime I did when I was a kid other than, um, you know, just it being advertised on Toonami. I'm not sure why I got into the specific ones that I did. Um, but the very first anime I remember watching, like, you know, I watched Gundam. I watched DBZ, uh, you know, when I was, when it was on. Um, but the one that I actually, like, my parents would tape or my dad would actually, you know, set, set the tape recorder to a certain time. It would actually record on, on the blank, you know, blank cassette. Um, which feels in, kind of insane to th- think about the, what a horrible system that was. But anyway, a, a, a tape. What's that? <laughs> like just super. That's why, like, you see the memes. Like, you know, today's kids will never know the, you know, the stress of trying to stop. You know, press. You know, press stop record right before the uh, the DJ starts speaking again. And I'm like, okay, like that's it's a you know weird brag because that actually sounds really bad. Uh, like I never got that. I never got bragging about like, hey, my life was much shittier. Unless you feel self conscious. Oh wait. Uh, anyway, the f- the first one was uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, which okay. I think is very odd because one of the plot lines of like the first two episodes is that there's a gay kiss. Um, so I don't know why my father of all people recorded that. But anyway, um, I mean, was... I-, I have some ideas, but well, it was just it was so it was so simple but intriguing to me like just it was obviously a unique art style i mean his his go-to 
um, his go-to weapon, so to speak, or skill was just spirit gun, where he literally made like a gun with his fingers and would just shoot him. You know, it wasn't anything crazy. Um, then from there, you know, Gundam, DBZ. I always forget that Pokemon is anime, just because it just feels like its own entity yeah, entirely. It, it, it but, does. It but really obviously, does. It, like, oh, you know what? Actually, if that's the case, Pokemon is my was my first anime then. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. like, just because it's 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 such its own thing. I mean, it objectively is anime. But it just just feels like this massive media property, um, but yeah, yeah I, I think just because I think it just it could push the envelope so much more than other cartoons you could watch. You know, it just it was you know obviously more violent, um, you know, just more sexualized. If we're being honest, you know, it's yeah. kind of kind of like a little, a little boy. That certainly was something that appealed to me um, lots of nosebleeds <laughs> yeah but i think for me what really like it really was naruto where i was just kind of blown away um i don't know it just it, it was and i still love it so much because i don't know something about the lore like the the hand signs oh, i think yeah. i think for me it has to be and maybe maybe this this is something I should have mentioned earlier. Something I loved about it is just the characterization and and the design. Oh the yeah, fact, like yeah. my absolute favorite thing about Naruto is that you have people have their like their one unique specialty, like jutsu, and, and it's incredibly varied. Um, I, I just I, I think uh, you know just the, the the character designs, the outfits, which are so you know like why do they have so many zippers? Why are they wearing <laughs> you know that's why because it's Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah. Lauren, Lauren asked me, <laughs> Lauren uh, asked me often, uh, like why, uh, why is he wearing a, why are they wearing bandages? Um, <laughs> which I think is hilarious because that's a good point. Well, yeah, <laughs> just, you, you don't really think about the character designs in some ways. Yeah, like after like, a while, it's just that's just what they look like. Yeah, um, or like, like why? Like, yeah, okay, well, why is Kakashi? You know, only show is like one eye i mean there's the, the the boring reason which is that they thought it gave him like more of a like a mysterious air yeah but like in terms of the show like okay he's covering a sharingan i get that but like why is he constantly like it doesn't seem like a cold climate like why is he constantly wearing like a like a ski mask or like half a ski mask in a way because he's a bamf dude yeah exactly <laughs> dude K K K i was obsessed with kakashi when i first watched naruto I like I specifically remember this. Uh, I was on vacation in Cape Cod, and I think I was just like, you know, enjoying the hell out of being able to not go to bed at eight o'clock. Yeah. And it, you know, it's like Saturday night, so I'm watching Toonami, and like you know, I never watched Adult Swim, never watched Toonami before. You know, I don't think I've watched Adult Swim then, but I, I you know, so Toonami was on, but back when it was still part of like officially like Cartoon Network in a mm -hmm. way. And uh, I was just so blown away by it. Like, I just thought it was the most badass fucking thing. And it was right at the beginning, too, is um, the whole Zabuza arc. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And, like, I had no idea what was going on, but I didn't fucking care. Like, oh, my God. Like, and, and I mean, I was so obsessed with Kakashi. And I mean, I was probably, like, in seventh or eighth grade, you know? So I, I remember wrapping a towel around my head and just that, that, that just showed my eye. You know, like just just like a beach towel, and just being like, "Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm that cool." <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just thought Kakashi was just so fucking cool. Um, 
back then. I, I, I don't know where I stand on it now. I think, I don't know. I, I have a thing for Itachi. Uh, Itachi's but sick too, yeah. I, I think it's also because I think Itachi's like kind of cute. But um. <laughs> <laughs> He is. He's a, um, he, he's a pretty boy, you know? That's something that also impressed me a lot is that, you know, the fact that they were able to pretty distinctly draw everyone different in the Uchiha I, clan but that, that's what I love about Naruto in general is just like I mean I, I think there are a lot of anime that are manga that, that can that do that but I like Naruto is just like so special in that regard that like yeah. there are like just hundreds of characters and like very rarely do you see one that looks identical to another mm-hmm. like it, it, even like when you don't remember their names you're just like oh yeah that fucker you know <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like like even like when I uh, when I was reading Boruto I think last year you know I was I was like oh yeah I remember him and I remember him you know and like just like you know just to be able to like have that recognizable of, of like a character design is just so like y- y- kudos for sure yeah unfortunately I will say that Naruto is kind of textbook the main drawback of anime is just <laughs> the that's actually I remember getting back into it as an adult, like, relatively recently. Um, I was like, why the fuck did I stop? Because, like, the pain arc is, like, one of the best, probably the best piece of just anime property I've, I've seen. Just, it's so It's good. just long. That's yeah, the thing. But, like, I think it's it's all, it's I think it's consistently good. It consistently kept my interest, at least. Um, yeah. Like, why did I stop watching? Oh, it's because they ran out of manga and decided to just have like three full seasons of crap in, in between <laughs> and, and it's just you know some of it like some of the arcs are kind of interesting but other arcs i'm like this is the dumbest fucking shit like the the <laughs> the, 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 the best one being um where they are hired to uh <laughs> they're hired to go to this guy's funeral and they can't laugh because I guess like that was the deal they made with um, with the guy's father who died, and like they stand as as a proxy for him, and they can't laugh the entire time, or he loses his inheritance. And so like a guy splits his pants, and like they put on like a clown face. They do everything to try to make him laugh. And I'm like, what am I watching? Like, what does my <laughs> life come to? Like, what what is this? Like, this was they were just like fighting, you know. You know, we went from fighting Orochimaru in this like badass, you know, Grim Reaper fight to fucking a dude splitting his pants at a funeral. <laughs> like, and I think that's why, uh, I don't know, it, it's kind of a. I feel like manga is a little bit more consistent throughout. Yeah. For me. It's still really I, long, though. Yeah. Just in general, like, you, you read the manga, you're like, okay, like, it's, it's, you know, there's not as much filler. They're kind of you know moving stuff along, but the, you know, seeing some of those fights like alive in the anime is just so rewarding. Like yeah. the, especially the like the pain entrance is just so much better. Like it's or like, cool. Uh, the, the the first well, I guess the second Naruto Sasuke fight where they're uh, they're fighting on the uh, at the river, like r- right at the oh, ser- like yeah. the, the yep. end of the first series. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, 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 there are just some amazing, amazing fights in that. But I mean, I, I will say, like, I, I 
kind of I mean I, I love Shonen but I, I definitely found some other things that are maybe a little more interesting sometimes like, like I mean I I remember being really into Zatch Bell um, oh, in like yeah. middle school and high school yeah I ended up uh, rereading it actually uh, not too long ago and it was you know I, you know, heartbreaking, but super good. I read fairy tale, um, you know, things like that. But yes, yeah, so sometimes there are like there are definitely other genres that are like a little less accessible sometimes, but still really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, do, do do you ever like watch outside of uh, or like read or watch outside of shonen? Or I actually brought. Um... I started reading One Piece and I liked it, but every time I, every time like I try to go back to read it, I'm just like, oh, there's so many chapters, man. There's just so so much oh, that yeah. I have to read. Uh, I, I've I start... heard so many good things about Shonen or not uh, One Piece, but I mean, I guess it is a Shonen anime, but yeah. Yeah, like I, I enjoyed the first few episode, first few uh, chapters I, I read, but I'm just like, man, there's so much more. Um, Doctor Doctor Stone, I started reading that. Uh, I thought that was pretty good, but I'm not sure if these are Shonen or not, but. I kind of came to the table with my like a three non Naruto anime that I really like. I I I didn't okay. know if we were doing lists, but um, let's hear it, man. Yeah, let's, let's talk um, about it. Number one, which let me just double check if this is shonen. Um, it's okay sure if it's it is, not. But... I'll just judge you harshly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Devil Man Crybaby. Oh yeah, Devil Man Crybaby. Uh, okay. Which. Oh, it is shown. Well, that's okay. Anyway, yeah, uh, it was a basically everything you get from anime, like you know, sex, violence, you know, just general nihilism and just you know, no holds bar or whatever. Um, it basically follows the main protagonist who becomes a devil man. He gets possessed by a devil, and it turns into like a, a you know apocalyptic scenario where he has to save the world and it's one of the uh it's one of those animes or one of those stories where the ending kind of it, it there's a there's a through line like it, it does a good job of like there's the epiphany moment where they really stick the landing which i appreciated um next dory doro okay. which i i i think they only made like i don't think they completed it on uh, like on the the anime but the first season we watched uh, this guy is turned into a like a crocodile looking thing and he enters he kind of gets caught in the fray between a battle between the normal world which is really run down and like yeah. the world of wizards and it's just it's, it's a really really interesting like gritty but also kind of like black comedy style uh i love the speaking of which i love the characters like just the main character himself um his name is not Dororidoro. it's uh Cayman. it's just so you know so well constructed and all the wizards are it's just bizarre but the worlds they create create are amazing um and i guess my other third that i've really enjoyed is uh incredibly less serious and dark um but really really entertaining uh the way of the house husband which is heard of that amazingly entertaining it's an ex uh 
Yakuza, Yakuza, um, okay. yeah, ex-gangster who is now a stay-at-home house husband, and the whole show, like, there's no darker underbelly. Like, the whole show, everything that they do is, like, he's preparing dinner, he's cleaning, he has to face off against a stick bug or something, <laughs> and, like, there's, th- at any given moment, what I loved about it, any given moment you think, okay, well, now it's actually going to break into... Like, he's going to go back to his gangster ways. But, like, they just, you know, the ultimate reveal is that he's, they're just playing up and totally hamming up, like, um, day-to-day activities with, like, a gangster vibe. Uh, I, and I kind of like that. I kind of like that it's a, an incredibly low state. Like, you know, most anime manga is, like, the highest stakes possible. You know, at the end of the world, you're fighting, yeah. like, and it was just, it's so low stakes, but still incredibly entertaining. Um, it's great. And, the final one, just an honorable mention, is because I haven't finished it because it's just it's really long and it got a little bizarre. Was uh, Assassination Classroom where? Oh, I've heard so many good. Th- I I need to watch Assassination Classroom at some point. But I yeah. I think I need to read it because the anime just got a little too like I I kind of just wanted more. Like after a while, I just wanted to be done with it because it 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 just felt like filler. Basically. It's a remedial classroom in like a prestigious Japanese boarding school, and this weird octopus alien thing comes down and teaches them. And the deal is that the you know the kids have a year to kill him, and if they don't, he'll destroy the world. And so like the government's trying to train these kids, and he's even like the teachers training kids to kill him. But obviously he, you know, he's elusive. He's all powerful. It's a goofy, yeah. bizarre, unique the show uh, but I just I think I, we lost interest after a while because there were just there's so many episodes and I'm like I feel like I kind of need a little bit more like they just they didn't do a great job of kind of piecemealing an explanation you're like it's a pretty bizarre concept and it's like okay I feel like I just need a tiny bit more explanation of why this is happening why characters are doing what they're doing sometimes you don't get that until like you know a little bit later like sometimes you have to wait through it just a little bit but. Yeah, I mean, I think that's why that's why I definitely would prefer. I, I think for some reason it wasn't on. Uh, it wasn't on, because like, I subscribe, I pay like two bucks a month to have like limitless reading on the Viz uh, app. Uh, I, I should do that, because I, I was trying, like, I, I saw that you could read, because I was, I, I, was, uh, I want to re- uh, read Bleach because uh, I used to watch it back in college but uh, you know it's just fucking huge mm-hmm. uh, and just full of filler and apparently it's just not good near the end but uh, I still want to read it <laughs> nonetheless uh, <laughs> but to read it on, on Shonen Jump online like you have to pay like you know it, I mean it's it, it's like it, it's a fair price it's something like you know 12 bucks a year I don't know it's something like that I don't know um, but they only let you read a hundred chapters a week or something like that, which is like, wh- why put a limit on how much you can read? Like that, that that's so stupid. And it's not like the, the, there's like any bigger plan as far as I can tell. <laughs> Interesting. Are you t- I, I wonder if we're talking about, cause the, the one I use has a limit, but it's a hundred chapters a day. Oh is, yeah. Is you know what? what? Maybe it's that. I don't know. Which when I was going through, when I was like really blitzing through Naruto, that I got 
I hit that once and it made me very sad because I yeah, like, but I mean, I, I feel like, I mean, there were times like I, I, I read through Naruto, uh, at the beginning of grad school because I just like, it was like a coping mechanism in a yeah. way for me. And, uh, I, I probably tore through that. Like I, I, I probably did a hundred over a hundred chapters a day. I'm guessing, um, at some points, like I, I got up there for sure. So yeah, that, that that is. I just find that so weird. Like, like, why why does that have to be a limit? It's not like I, I don't know. It just just makes no sense to me. Yeah, I'm not a. I feel like on your average day. I feel like that's a reason. If you're gonna have a limit, which I agree, I don't really get because a lot of these manga have been out for a while now. Um, but. Yeah, I guess a hundred is seems like a reasonable limit if you're gonna have a limit, but um Yeah, I, I, I just like I don't know, just why have a limit is is by I mean if it's a piracy thing, like, you know, don't you worry, they're all already there. <laughs> yeah, I think that, that that's a good point. And I think like, that's even, why even I, the I mean, new ones, I, even I the still stuff really that's like just coming app. out, like Yeah. Yeah, I still really like this app because I when I was really wanted to get into um get into manga actually Sastation classroom was the one i thought of getting because each of the volumes uh it's like very very colorful like it shows like the the octopus's face with a different you know different color pattern it was really cool i thought it'd be a cool collectible but like each of the volumes is pretty pretty short and it's like mm. you, know, you get it for 10 bucks each and then i think there's like 20 selling volumes so you're paying you know, over $200 for something that I probably could read in like a weekend, which, you know, if you enjoy it, I guess that's fine. You know, you could, you could rationalize that, but it just feels like a lot in like just of how many volumes there are for any given series, like to buy all of Naruto, I would pay hundreds of dollars. Oh yeah. Yeah. It really like the amount of time it took me to read through it all. And then, you know, the same with getting caught up with Boruto. Uh, it just feels like what's the, what's the cost benefit analysis there? Like, yeah, like it's cool. You know, in general, I prefer to read an actual book versus on my phone, but I also like paying $2 a month instead of $200 for one, you know, for one, for one series. Yeah, no, I, I total, total agreement. I mean, like if, if anime, like if manga weren't so bulky, you know, I would, you know, I would buy it, but like, yeah, it's just like, you know, some of the series last, you know, super long you know mm-hmm. and it's just like there's just no no way to make any sense out of you know like to, to justify the purchase unless you're like really dead set on owning it like sometimes you know like if it's short like you know like I, I'll buy you know Junji Ito's stuff mm-hmm. um, and like I have a um, uh, they, they sell a an all-in-one Death Note um, copy that is just fucking massive like mm-hmm. it's it's that's literally the size of a brick um and it probably weighs more than a brick but i I mean it's so cool to just have it like right there and Mm -hmm. like just have the whole thing right there for you yeah um maybe i should i you know i I might be traveling at some point uh in later during the year and i'm I'm like man i like i keep thinking of stuff to bring like books to bring and i'm like fuck death note like that would be the perfect thing to bring like like just fits right in my backpack just like that takes a while to read though love that um i was thinking um i had a couple of 
because I, well, while you were sort of going through this, I was thinking about what I would put on for mine if, if we're talking about like non shonen. Um, and I have a couple. So, okay, cool. I guess, uh, first one maybe is obvious to you, but um, Psychopaths mm-hmm. is maybe my favorite anime. Um, I love it so much. It is like, um, it's like a future society where people, um, are basically monitored all the time and their actions and sort of their standing in society gives them a psychopath, which is like a number that determines sort of their mental healthiness. And if it rises above a certain point, you have to report for therapy, uh, like government mandated therapy, you have no choice. And if it goes high enough, they will just kill you on the spot. And uh, it's basically like a detective show kind of wrapped up in this, um, you know, and it's it's super, super interesting to watch. Like, it, it reminds me so much of, like, a Philip K. Dick novel. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it should be no surprise that I, I adore it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I've, I've watched it, I think, twice, and then there are, like, two other sequels to it that I've watched that are really good. And there's a handful of movies that I have not watched, but man it's so good um i think next one is um it's a little it's a tiny little series called uh planets um which i i only read it because um it was just like it, it was it was really like it was only like two volumes or something like that um you know to read as opposed to like watching like you know eight or nine episodes mm-hmm. um it is a beautiful, beautiful story. It's a, it's like this. Um, it's about space debris, um, mm-hmm. of all things. It's uh, um, basically about the this cleaning crew that their their sole job is to clean space debris. Um, and it's, I mean, I the the first chapter of it is like horrifying to read, and probably even worse to watch, because it's like this this spaceship like these, these there's like a suborbital flight and the this woman is just looking out the window and there's just like this single screw just blasting towards her and the entire spaceship just explodes because of it and it's just like like the way it's just done is just like so shocking but you know it's 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 not really about like you know cataclysmic things it's it's more about like interpersonal relationships um so i've really I really love that. It was it was such an interesting read. I, I, I guess if we're if we're counting manga, um, I would say, I mean, I, I I think we've talked about this before, but I, I'm gonna count it as uh, Ghost in the Shell. Mm. <laughs> like the first Ghost in the Shell movie, the original one is one of my favorite movies of all time. Like Barn, like I I can only think of a handful of other ones, like you know Midsommar, Videodrome. Um, yeah, like I, I love Ghost in the Shell, even though it's it's not like a good movie in a way. Like, but it's so interesting that like I I just can't help but just be like completely enamored with it. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that kind of popped up into my mind. I mean, I I, I do like a lot of shonen, so mm. like you know, Fairy Tale was really cool to read. I I recently read Attack on Titan, which was pretty interesting too. Um. Yeah, I mean, th- I started, there's. Yeah. Sorry, I started watching Attack on Titan, which I think we finished all that was on Netflix. That's a, that's a great one. That's um, a dark show, though. 
Like it is incredibly dark, but just just like the opening attack is like insane. And specifically, I'll, I'll shout out this channel any chance I get. Uh, PBS Idea Channel. They did a great episode about the concept of evil in relation to Attack on Titan. Is Ooh, you, you, you should send me that because yeah. I'm always up for that sort of shit. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, they they dive into like, are the Titans are they truly evil oh. or truly evil? And it, it, specifically under the like, okay, what exactly? You know, what's their motive? Like, can you be evil? Basically, the whole you know lawful do true lawful like that kind of whole spectrum. Um, they obviously say it much more eloquently than I just did, but um, <laughs> it's uh, it's a really I love the way that they compare like actual philosophical discussions with uh, you know with contemporary media. Uh, anyway, yeah, I, I I I wanted to mention one more. It's called um, Boys on the Slope. Okay, um, I it is like one of the most heartbreaking things I've ever watched. Uh, like it like it's. Like I, I I don't know I, I it's tough to describe it's it's about this um it's about these boys in high school who um one of them's like new to town and they're uh, one of them's kind of like the school bully in a way and they find out he's actually like a jazz bassist or I no, I think he's a drummer um and the new kid is like a pianist and they're both like mm-hmm. really in, like I think the kid's like into like classical music. You know, so he's like a classical pianist, but this, this drummer kid's like really into jazz, and it's like kind of like this drama. Um, I think taking place in like kind of probably like the sixties or seventies, because I remember they. I think that there's an element of uh, talking about the uh, Japanese student riots, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it, it's just it's like total drama, but it, it's oh, it's it's so so interesting to watch. Um, yeah, it was just. Like it, it really gets to you after a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- there are a couple of those. Th- th- there's one other one that I, I can't remember the name because it always had the dumbest name. But it was it was kind of it was more of like a drama thing too. You know, less less shown any. Everybody has superpowers and more like, you know, kids falling in love. You know that that sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. which I mean is 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 cool. I I also read um. I don't know if you've ever read like any. Um, I think it's is it Yaoi. I, I'm trying to remember what, which one is boys and girls. I think Yuri is girls, right? And Yaoi is boys, but it's you know it's it's just like same sex couples basically. Hmm. Uh, but 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 it's not like I don't know. It, it, it's it's so odd in that way that it's it's like they're not like I don't know. I. I can't really describe it. Like it, it has like this aesthetic that like it feels like very different from like from like LGBT, you know, uh, media in a way. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it feels like kind of like its own thing. But I, did, I think it was, oh, it wasn't Sunflower. It was um, oh god, I can't remember it. But it, it was oh maybe it was, oh, you know, I, I I cannot remember the name of it. But it, you know, it's just like another, you know, just like girl meets stepsister falls in love with stepsister you know mm. <laughs> kind of sort of thing uh which you know, kind of kind of weird but also like kind of hard like you know kind of like you know gives you the warm fuzzies by the end of it mm-hmm. um <laughs> i don't know I, I i i like kind of reading like a a swath of a wide swath of things but i i really do love like science fiction and like cyberpunk and stuff like that 
So, like, and just, you know, that, that shonen goodness. So, like, you know, some Death Note is, like, way up there for me. Like, they, yeah. Death Note is one of the few series that I've watched and read. Um, through... It's pretty, it's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Uh, that, oh, yeah. Full Metal Alchemist. Mm-hmm. FMA Brotherhood is where it's at, man. I, I, I actually watched both of those series. They, they, I thought they were both good. I, I, have you watched those, by the way? Uh, I don't think we have. I think it was on the list, and we just didn't. We yeah. Didn't oh, we shouldn't. I, I, I'm, I'm just. I feel like I'm not going to shut up now. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. There we go. I've heard nothing <laughs> good things about that too. I, I love JoJo's Bizarre Adventure so much. I, I can't wait until because I, I, I guess they're with the latest anime adaptation. They're only releasing it like in parts, kind of like what they've what they did with Stranger Things this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think the second part is coming out until like the end of the year. But uh, I'm really looking forward to it because, I mean, I love JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It's, it's so much fucking fun to watch. And, like, it, it's one of those few, like, I feel like the anime adaptations are actually better than the manga, if, like, somehow. Um, it's just so well done. Yeah, they actually uh, Hirohiko Araki, who who writes the the Rice JoJo's uh, anime or you know illustrates it, um, has a book on writing manga that I really want to read at some point. Um, huh. Yeah, because like the the way he goes about it, like it's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, like kind of turns into like an anti shonen anime in some ways. Like it, it, because you you know how like they 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 always have like that sort of like that power struggle, you know mm-hmm. that, that that you can, like, like you keep hitting like this limit of like what people can do. I mean, Dragon Ball Z is like the most obvious that like you know Goku has to like <laughs> you know he 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 gets his ass whooped by Vegeta, you know, but then like he ends up beating Vegeta because you know he can go Super Saiyan and then you know he has to go Super Saiyan 2 then 3 then God then you know <laughs> yeah it's it, uh yeah it, it definitely is the like when you're trying to explain to someone with you know uh, I think it's like power scaling um, yeah where they the, the, there is there is a word for it yeah um, and that they yeah it's like the classic example of like alright I will we'll just change my hairstyle like i'll, I'll just I'll, I'll just like 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 i'll evolve one next yeah it really is um yeah I, yeah th- th- that's kind of why i like jojo's is that like it it, it kind of does away with that in a way mm-hmm. because it just gives people like very set powers and says you know it's it you know it's not about how much power you have it's about what you can do with it Mm-hmm. And you end up getting some really, really interesting fight scenes that way. And like, just, it, it feels more like, um, like it, it, it's almost like, you know how like, there's like that tenseness in, uh, in Death Note, how like, just like they're like, just like the simplest thing of just like somebody looking through a book suddenly it's just like, feels like you're going to sweat bullets. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it, it's kind of like that, but mixed actually with fighting instead like it, it feels like it, it brings like a whole like, like it, it feels like a like a like a chess game but you're actually fighting mm-hmm. during it, it I, i'm not even doing it justice but yeah jojo's is 
fucking great. If anybody wants to start, uh, don't even bother with the first two parts, honestly. Just just watch the third part called uh, Stardust Crusaders. Just totally worth it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> also, I, I, I want to jump on this. I wanted to jump on this earlier, but you say manga, I say manga. You know, uh, I, I, I never know what's the right word anymore because I, I hear both and I mean, I was originally chastised for saying manga, and so now it sounds weird to me. <laughs> there is a there is a right like, kind of like I forget which one it is, but they're uh, pecan pecan. There like actually is a correct. There there is. I always it. thought it was like I like it, it, it's like aunt or aunt. Like I, I always thought it was like a regional thing. Well, I, I think it's evolved as a regional thing, but like there is like the like the traditional way to say. I mean, obviously, you know. There, there is a, a way to pronounce everything like potato, potato. I don't know. I guess actually, maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure. I'm sure there is a real. I mean, I, like, I, I, I think it's manga just because you know, like, I, I don't really know if if Japanese has the like. I, I always thought that all vowels were pronounced only like one way, and like they were pronounced like fully. Uh-huh. Um, like, you know, if, if you have something like you know, M O E. You know, it's not mo; it's moe. Uh-huh. Um, so I always thought that that kind of applies. So it's like manga, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's it's such an interesting like I don't I, I I the thing is like I've heard people who actually like are really big fans of anime like pronounce it as manga. So I I don't really know. <laughs> I mean, it's as long as people know what you're saying, right? Yeah. Like, give the man the some the mulk. <laughs> um, <laughs> some mulk. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen that video? I, I Is it is it the one where the person's uh, reciting food wrong? Uh, let me see if I can find it. Some, oh, just okay. give the man I, some... I think we're thinking of different ones. The, the, give the, them... There's one that I, I've seen that I love that's like just this person just reciting like the names of food but reciting it wrong every single time so like you know spaghetti <laughs> meatballs is spaghetti and marbles and just you know milk is malk no uh, th- 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 this one is much dumber i promise oh no 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 i i i believe me that video is like a very is a big low uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, th- th- this definitely isn't the one that i'm talking about but <laughs> yeah (laughs) it is it is really funny how just that works but um yeah i mean i I don't really have a ton more to kind of like riff off of i mean i just i don't know i thought it was just fun to talk about some anime and just kind of nerd out about it for a little bit actually is there anything that that you're planning to read or watch or that you're in the middle of right now uh one that has really interested me which uh yeah, my friends have recommended is Hunter x Hunter. Oh, um, Hunter Hunter is great, dude. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, it is not. Um, you can't view the chapters on the Viz app. I have you can only buy it. I'm not really sure why specifically. Maybe it's something with the the creator. I know he's been weird. Like something my friend Kyle said is that it um, it he, it basically just stops at one yeah. point because the creator literally just said, "I don't really feel like writing this right now," and then just didn't. I mean, so, like, you know, I, I, I give him so much credit because he's, like, one of the few mangaka out there who actually, like, 
says, no, I'm actually not going to do this because it's probably killing me. It's yeah, honestly, it's pretty interesting that he didn't, you know, he could have easily just, you know, like written a, a shitty ending just to, just to say he ended it. But, um, he was like, ah, oh, just don't. And like, I guess he's periodically come back. Yeah. Re- like here and there. So you know, maybe when he act in the mood catches him, um, it, it's, it's so worth it. That's yeah. something that's hard to, because obviously you can't visualize a bad ending, especially for something you really love. But that's something that I definitely appreciate. Uh, this is this is pr- probably the farthest thing from manga and anime that I, I could I could reference. But uh, Shit's Creek, um, <laughs> they definitely could have milked that thing for at least another one two seasons. But they ended it. They definitely ended it at least a season early. And it's all the better for it. Like what they yeah. what they put forward was, and they they, they said exactly that that they wanted to end it on a high note. They didn't want to just you know have to, because I know you don't, um, I know you don't like The Office, but that definitely happens with The Office where there's oh, a yeah. point there's a point where it, I mean like eventually like the way that they end it like the final final season especially the final few episodes are great and they do a good job, but like there's definitely a lull in the series where it's like wow like this is you know you know so i think that's that is something commendable that yeah it sucks that you know the again not having read or watched hunter hunter but uh that it kind of trails off at a certain point it's kind of tbd but i think that's better than wow like that ended really badly (laughs) yeah Um, yeah i mean it, it it is disappointing that it just kind of you know ends in a way like or at least like you know it's there are future stories that are hinted at yeah um but it's yeah it's not really there oh i i i don't know if any have you ever heard of um made in abyss before no dude yes i i i got really into made in abyss um it's it's so confusing to describe but it's like a um these people that discover this giant abyss that goes just farther than anybody can go basically and certain things happen the deeper you go and there are monsters that have sort of grown around it and like in it and um when you get to a certain level in the bottom like when you get to a certain point you actually can't go back because Mm. the like i don't know why like there's just like something like there's some part of like how it's made that it will actually kill you Hmm. um or like or like it'll like if it won't kill you, it will like um, take your humanity from you. Um, and it's it's about this this girl whose mother is like one of the people who goes down as deep as they can, and she's been presumed like dead for like her entire life at this point. Uh-huh. And it basically, just begins with like her getting a note from her mother saying, "I'm alive. Meet me at the bottom." And it's like, oh god, it, it's so cool. Uh, it's such a cool idea for a story, but it just reminded me. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I man, I should watch that again at some point because I, I think they they ended up making them into movies, um, like compiling them. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! See, they, it, the the thing is like now that we're talking about it, like the floodgates are kind of bursting on me. Yeah. So I'm thinking like off the top, I'm like, oh man, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Like, you know, I'm thinking like Samurai Shampoo because which is way better than Cowboy Bebop and I will fight anybody on that fact. <laughs> I started watching that 
and I need to get back on the wagon. We just we had too many shows going at yeah. one time, and something need to give. But I need to get back on that because yeah, I had a uh, I had a grot Tim watching uh, watching the first few episodes of that. Yeah, that that was a great that was a great show. Uh, I really enjoyed that that thing a lot. Um, God, so so much good anime out there. Just get watching, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, I I've been. I, I've been meaning like I, I like I said I, I have um, Bleach uh, kind of like open on my iPad to read. Uh, I also have Blame open, which is like um, kind of like a cyberpunkish sort of science fiction uh, manga that I've been wanting to read too. But I, I just haven't had the motivation to read them because I'm kind of like reading two books right now and. When I go to bed, I just don't want to read manga. I just want to watch some YouTube. So mm-hmm. I feel you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, the unless do you have anything else you want to uh, kind of shout out or talk about? Or uh, the last one that came to mind was uh, B Stars. Oh, which, okay. Yeah, uh, is I'm not even gonna pretend it's not furry fodder. Oh no, it it totally is. Yeah, but like it's actually there's some really interesting storytelling and dynamics at play. The whole idea of like it's a prestigious boarding school isn't that a consistent theme in anime but anyway <laughs> yeah it's it, um, it, it's uh it's demons it's yeah. school and it's special powers i mean i think board like prestigious schools board in just general hardcore education is a a, a theme in japan <laughs> hardcore uh, my, education <laughs> no my um my uh ex-aunt um she which is a weird thing to say it's it's almost like a deep cut of familial disintegrated <laughs> relationships but she used to be my aunt now she's not she was born and raised in japan and yeah she would get up like crack of the dawn crack of dawn extremely long train ride into the city go to school like some you know long train ride back do homework go to bed. It just that was her life for her entire childhood yeah um so but yeah b stars it's carnivores and herbivores living together at a school it's, i mean in society as well and it's a very interesting dynamic of like natural predators, natural prey living together, and kind of how that plays out. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's like uh, it, it's like if Zootopia were like you yeah, know, it's, it's not marketed towards children. It's basically hardcore Zootopia. That's that, that's it's funny. It, <laughs> I, I, I I wish you didn't describe it like that. Now <laughs> I, I almost it's almost you know one of those like explain this badly. Except I actually think that's explaining it really well. I know. I think, it, it, I think it's, it's just like oh, like it's, I, it's I don't know. Just using the word hardcore in relation to f- what is clearly furry stuff is just like oh no. <laughs> okay, but I mean, I think you know, Zootopia for adults. That that is genuinely actually what it is. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, yeah. I, I've heard good things about B stars, but yeah. Well, this is a very fun episode yeah thanks for suggesting yeah hey it it was a fun ride you know kind of like all over the place but i think that's kind of part of the charm sometimes Mm -hmm. so um we will be back and uh we'll talk to you soon all right bye bye